Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Yeah, I think these things are, are really important, you know, and like you said, you've had anecdotal evidence of people that you know. I know even in my house, my brother-in-law ended up giving it to most of my parents' house, and my mom thought that that was it. She was on her bed, you know, thought that was it for about a week. That she's uh, thought she was thought she was going to die. She has diabetes, and so um, she thought that this might be mm. it, you know, so that yeah. was tough. But then there's also my grandpa down the street who is not the healthiest guy, 80-something years old, and been in his house for a long time, and <laughs> made it right through COVID, didn't even know he had it. So, I mean, it's it, crazy, is, man. it is it is weird. And I hate it to interrupt wild. you, Chad, yeah. because I don't want to forget this, but since we have a a, a, a pretty good-sized audience here that yeah. loves the Lord, and this may not be aired later because it could get taken down even, because I dared say what Fauci said and repeat him and say he said that, and it was a lie, because you, you can't speak the truth anymore in our country. What happened to our amendments, you know? But I want to pray for Paul right now uh, and others who, who have COVID. And we'll make it a quick prayer because I know we have to carry on. But Father God, we pray for Paul and uh, uh, with his pneumonia and the induced coma and heart arrhythmia with COVID. We pray, Father, in your son's name that you would, by your grace, Father, resurrect him from that situation. Get him off that table and use him for years to come. Consider his wife and his daughters, Father. And arise him up, Father. Have mercy on him. We pray, Father, for all of our brothers and sisters who are suffering, whether it's COVID or other sicknesses, diseases. We pray, Father, that you would show us to make the right decisions uh, as we uh, go through this fallen world that we live in, Father. But we pray most of all, Father, that we'd be faithful to you and to your word and not turn from the left or the right. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You know, and it's one of those things, you know, as just like yourself, myself, <clears throat> neither of us, have gotten vaccinated. No, I'm not going to be getting vaccinated. Um, and <clears throat> it is really interesting to see this, you know, big gap of people. And I think this is where we need to really step in and kind of answer the question regarding whether or not this vaccine is the mark of the beast. And I and I want people to realize the seriousness of what's going on here, what's taking place. And I and I'll just start from our own lifestyle of what was going on. And think about this, guys, because if you would have asked me in 2019, if I thought the world was ready to accept the Antichrist, right, as mentioned by, by Scripture, the abomination that causes desolation, so forth, let the reader understand. And if you asked me if I thought the world was ready at that time, I would have said, no, I think there's a lot of things that need to be in play. There's a lot of people need to be conditioned a little more. Granted, they've been being conditioned by the music, by the movies, by the literature, by everything. They've been conditioned Media. to accept the mark of the beast. They've been conditioned to accept the Antichrist. That's a that's a reality. Go check out. They sold their social rock and roll. Go check out Hollywood's War on God. You can't miss it. This is a reality. But I would have said at that time, I didn't think people were ready. But you know what? So quickly... When I saw brothers and sisters in Christ completely break fellowship over the differences that weren't something that was like, not even the vaccine didn't even exist yet, but just over what they believed was the coronavirus and so forth. And then when I saw, and this was even my own son, my son at the time was six, maybe seven years old, and he was out playing outside with a few friends, all the same age, 
and people were calling the cops on them. And I, it just went through my head. I know that sounds really silly. They were playing, playing catch out at a park in the open field where they ripped down all the slides and all the stuff. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? If people are ready to call on six-year-olds and seven-year-olds playing football in the park, I think they'll have no problem calling on somebody who doesn't have the mark on their right yeah, hand or forehead to buy or sell. So, so to, to kind of start that initiation of the conversation, because a lot of people have different views on what the mark is, right? And some people, they're like, well, there's symbolism in the book of Revelation. So everything's symbolic. So the mark is this. And, you know, the, the, the 666 means this. And the 777 means this. And they're all over the place. And, but when we read the scripture, maybe we can talk a little bit about the attributes of the mark of the beast and the beast system and everything else that it entails. Yeah, and, and first of all, let's, let's get into that. But before I get into that, since you mentioned that, oh, well, it's just symbolic, and therefore this could be the mark of the beast. I was just reading a commentator uh, yesterday on not the mark of the beast, just on the book of Revelation. It just caught my eye because he's actually pretty good in certain areas. And I just shook my head. I'm like, wow, you know, because he, he was he's a mill. And he's, all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, he's saying that we're in the thousand-year reign of Christ right now. And I'm like, wow, you could be so on, buddy, but you are so off in this area. And he was talking about how the numbers are all symbolic in the book because obviously it hasn't been a thousand years since Christ uh, first coming and his second coming has been far more. So he says, well, the numbers are symbolic. And I'm like, really? How come we're told in the book of Daniel, in Daniel chapter 9, uh, that there will be 69 sevens, Shabuim, okay? 69 Shabuim, if Shabu is a, a seven, like we'd use the term decade, it could refer to 10 days, 10 months, 10 years, or a decade could refer to typically 10 years. But a Shabuah refers to, refer to seven days. It can refer to seven years, like Jacob was given a Shabuah to work to get uh, Leah. Uh, seven Shabuim, it's, it's uh, I'm sorry, 69 Shabuim. Shabuim, im is the plural in Hebrew, right? Cherub is an angel, cherubim. So you got the Shabuim. And that 69, seven is 483 years, okay? 483 years. And we're told in Daniel chapter 9 that there'll be six, uh, 69 sevens, 483 years from the decree to rebuild Jerusalem until the Messiah is in the, and he's cut off. And you count from 445 or 444 BC, scholar or historians debate what which one it was. At 444, 445 uh, BC, uh, there was a decree from Artaxerxes there in Nehemiah chapter 2 to Nehemiah to go rebuild Jerusalem. And then that clock starts ticking. Well, guess where that clock stops ticking? Around 32, 33 BC, depending or AD, depending on the date. Right when Messiah, Lord Jesus Christ, was crucified. Now, guess what? Those 69 sevens were literal, okay? And then there's another seven left, amen? Another seven years left, that 70th seven, because he says there'll be 70 sevens for your people. The first 69 take place, uh, our all-mill friends and so forth, they'll say, oh, no, they run concurrent. No, it's very clear. Read Daniel chapter 9. There's two events that happen before the next seven. After That's why it says 69 sevens, because then there'll be the Messiah. He'll be cut off. Jesus was crucified. Then it talks about how the temple, the holy place that would be desecrated in the future, would be destroyed, which happens. That happened in 70 AD. There's two events before that last seven. That last seven is what we call Daniel's 70th week. And that in the middle of that 70th week, the Antichrist sets up shop and he reigns for 1260 days. Those are literal days, okay? Because they make up that three and a half years. So we have literal numbers constantly being used in and 42 months is mentioned in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, uh, and so forth. So we have literal numbers being used over and over again in Revelation. So I take the thousand literally. And when it says that the, he'll, the number's name will be 666, I take that literally. In fact, if someone's trying to tell you to, de to deviate from that, to believe something else, 
They are taken away from the scripture in some way. They're calling you not to take, they're calling you to ignore what the scriptures say. Unless they can show you a very clear passage that says 666 represents this, but they can't do that. So let's ask, let's answer the question. Is the vaccination that people are taking right now the mark of the beast? And it's kind of crazy that we're having this discussion. Not crazy that people believe that because some people believe that that are well-intended. I'm not saying they're crazy. What I'm saying is crazy is look at how far close we're getting. As you mentioned, Chad, we're getting close to where we're even answering these questions and actually thinking about it because it's like, wow, we live in a time. And I'd rather have people looking at this and saying, is this it? Because I think that's a great question. It's a really good question that we ask, is this the mark of the beast? Is that, it? could this be the Antichrist? We want to make sure we don't dig our feet in the ground and say it is when it's not though. But at the same time, when we say it's not, we don't want to cast the baby out of the bathwater and say, hmm, but is this a harbinger of the mark of the beast? Is this something that the enemy is going to use? And I believe it's very likely he will. And we'll get to that in a minute because it's, it's actually very foreboding and ominous in some ways. But first of all, this itself is not the mark of the beast. And Chad, uh, when you mentioned, hey, let's do a show on this again, uh, we talked about this a couple times already, but I want to get a little bit deeper uh, as well. So... Uh, this time I, I came up with seven reasons, seven biblical points. One or two would suffice. Uh, two or three witnesses, but only one from God when he's the witness. Seven different biblical reasons this is not the mark of the beast. Number one, uh, when the mark of the beast comes out, the Antichrist will be reigning over a global government. Okay, There will be the Antichrist and will be ruling over a global government. We read in Revelation chapter 13, verses 5 through 7. There was given to him, speaking of the Antichrist, a mouth, or the beast, same dude, speaking arrogant words and blasphemies. And authority was uh, to act for 42 months was given to him. And he opened his mouth and blasphemies blasphemies against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle that is those who dwell in heaven. So there's going to be an antichrist. He's going to be ruling the world, right? Have world domination. He's going to be blaspheming God in heaven. Uh, Verse 7, it was also given to him to make war with the saints and overcome them. And authority over every tribe and people and tongue and nation was given to him. So number one, the Antichrist will be reigning over a global government. Number two, there will be a rebuilt temple. In fact, I just referenced Daniel chapter 9 in that last week is still future, uh, that seventh week of Daniel, that seven-year period of time. In the middle of that week, he desecrates the temple. And when you read the book of Daniel, and he talks about the holy place, he talks about the daily sacrifice being... We all know what the daily sacrifice was. Anybody who studies the Old Testament, daily sacrifice was, you know, noon and then 3 p.m., the time when Jesus died and the time he expired, before he actually is a picture, a wonderful picture, a type of Jesus, okay? Uh, They were these daily sacrifices. There'll be an end of the daily sacrifices and the Antichrist will desecrate the temple. That's not talking about our body. We don't have daily sacrifices of two animal sacrifices in our body. That's not the literal temple being rebuilt. And it says he'll sit in the temple. Jesus said, as was spoken of by the prophet Daniel, Matthew chapter 24, verse 15. Jesus refers back to what Daniel was saying. That's a literal temple. He will sit in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And Paul makes it very clear, because I basically quoted Paul right there in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, concerning Christ's coming, are being gathered together to him. He says that don't let not anyone deceive you in any way, not by word or letters from us or, you know, a, a, or a demon even a, a, a numa in that context is a demon spirit that the day is at hand he says that or has come or has come to be at hand that day will not come until the fallen away comes first and the man of sin the son of destruction uh, since the temple of God showed himself that he is God that's the one who's going to abominate the temple which is a literal temple in Daniel and in Jesus the abomination of desolation so that isn't happening yet There's a, the temple has not been rebuilt yet folks I'm not saying it can't be rebuilt really fast. You have the Temple Institute and others working vigorously to try to get that thing rebuilt. You have Hasidic Jews, and then you have a more conservative 
prime minister in there now, so it could come pretty quick, you know, as far as the fastest people build things these days. But number two, now I, I just wanted to rebuilt. point out something too. Yeah. You, you pointed out something because people, a lot of times when they're saying, oh, well, this is the mark of the beast and, and so forth, they're like, oh, well, the Antichrist is is right now and, and it's the beast, it's the system and so forth. But specifically, when you just mentioned Second Thessalonians 2, and you mentioned the two time markers until and towards the end, one of them is specifically the word revealed, that the Antichrist Amen. is Good point. revealed. Yeah. And so when you're saying that there's this secret Antichrist that none of us know or recognize that the Antichrist is here, and we're just being surprised, and people, you know, Christians are the temple of God, and they're getting shot up with the, the mark of the beast, that is so ridiculous, and I'm sorry, in terms of actually thinking that the Antichrist being revealed is that he's concealed. I mean, that's yeah. a backwards world and a backwards take from a very important text. Yeah, and to go with, along with what you're saying is Paul is obviously going off of Daniel's teaching. Jesus is going off of Daniel's teaching. Jesus said, as was spoken of through the prophet Daniel in Matthew 24, 15, you're going to 2 Thessalonians 2, where it says the Antichrist or the Son of Man, man of Sin, the Antichrist the Man of Sin will be revealed, who pretend to be the Son of Man. He'll be revealed, but that goes with what Jesus says in twenty four fifteen. He says, when you see the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place, that's when you take action and you boogie, you take off, you run, you know, and so those who that are in Judea. So it's very clear. Jesus has given us very, very clear instruction. He say, when somebody tries to secretly give you the mark of the beast by injecting you in your, your arm, you know, the Antichrist has actually secretly been revealed. That's not what the scriptures say. And what happens is we lose credibility if we start saying these things. And then we're like the boy that cries wolf. We keep saying, this is the Antichrist, this is the Antichrist, this is Mark, this is Mark. Then when it comes out, it's like, no, you've been saying that for years. It's obviously you can't and be look Mark at how Lindsay, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm putting down dates and putting down times and so forth. And they aren't correct. Guys, we got to make sure that we're correct and in line with Scripture. And when you're saying that there's the Antichrist has been revealed, we just don't know it, i got to say that's, that's a big problem for me. Yeah, especially when, uh, and by the way, I just did an exam, a message, I don't know, a month and a half ago or so, on all these scriptures that reveal, that talk about prophecy in the future and that let us know that these things couldn't have happened in Jesus' day and that they had to wait for technology and for the people that Jesus just instructed to go into all the world to witness to the gospel. When you see the abomination desolation, they'll be able to see it. Those of you who see it, it's the context there, that are in Judea, run, but everyone can see it. It's like, how can you see it? Because now Jesus knew that, every, that people were going to have television. He knew that it didn't shock him. He knew it would be satellite TV and everything else. And just like the whole world, every nation, people in tongue, people from every nation, kindred, and tongue will be watching, looking upon the dead bodies of the two witnesses around the globe. That's in Revelation, written in the 90s, during the reign of Domitian by the Apostle John of the Isle of Patmos. Yet he's writing about something that couldn't happen until now. That's number two. So there's two. The first one is that I Christ will be reigning. There'll be a global government. Number two, uh, the temple will be rebuilt because it has to be rebuilt. If he's going to sit in it, show himself that he's God. Number three, uh, this is an important one as well. Uh, taking the mark of the beast will be a very decided act of worship. Okay? Uh, there's nothing clearer than the fact that when the Antichrist rises, this is his number. This is the mark is his number, his name. And it has to do with worshiping him, following him, submitting to him, rejecting God. And it's a strong delusion. It's a judgment. Uh, from God. So a lot of you that are freaking out, oh no, the Antichrist could be on the scene. He very well could be, by the way. But don't freak out. Look to Jesus because it's a judgment against the wicked. How do I know it's a judgment against the wicked? Because the Ap Apostle Paul said, after he talked about him being revealed in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God, uh, the Apostle Paul said very, very clearly, uh, he said that those who refuse to love the truth will be given a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. So those who reject Jesus and refuse him right now and are, are, don't want to turn to him, they're going to be spellbound by the false prophet who'll do miracles to get people to worship the beast by the power of the beast who can make war with him. And they will take this mark uh, as a judgment against them because they refuse to love Jesus. You make sure you continue to love Jesus. You stay close to him right now. I mean, 
prophecy should direct you to Jesus. It shouldn't just be about information. It should be about transformation. Most of the prophecies that more, more than any of the prophecies in the Bible are about a second coming. The Bible says he that has this hope in him, in Christ, purifies himself even as he's pure. So let's make sure this isn't just about head knowledge. Make sure this is about heart dedication and that we really seek Jesus at this time so we're not deceived. And because love many, the Lord says, will grow cold. And that means even more so, we need to love our brothers and sisters who differ with us on these areas as to being vaxxers, anti-vaxxers. We need to love each other, make sure we're not among those who grow cold because there will be a betrayal of one another among the wicked and those who fall away. We want to make sure we're not among those who fall away because our hearts grow cold. Oh, if I see somebody deliberately off or trying to be a deceiver, I'll expose them. But when I see people good-hearted looking at the data and saying, mm, I, I interpret it this way. I'm not going to throw them under a bus. I'm going to love them and try to persuade them in a loving way to come to a knowledge of, of where I where I believe the biblical balance is. And there's polls that are on both sides radically so. Where Where's the truth lie? And that's not always easy to discern because guess what? We read about these different studies, but we weren't there with lab coats doing these studies. We don't know the integrity of those reporting the studies always. So sometimes it's hard to really know to quote things with great confidence. So I so I say it's been reported off, and they, they're saying this, but let's look at that in later scriptures. So we look at three things, two things so far, and there's more than three. I look at seven. Number one, the Antichrist will be reigning. Number two, he'll be sitting in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Number three, the mark of the beast is not something that you take a shot in your arm uh, for uh, for a sickness. It's an act of worship. Deliberately, you those who follow the Antichrist will do so in a form of worship. Let me give some scriptures, okay? Uh, first of all, uh, Revelation 13, 4. It says they worship the dragon because he gave authority to the beast, and they worship the beast, saying, Who is like the beast and who is able to wage war with him? Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain. Revelation 13, 12. He exercised all the authority of the beast, the first beasts in his presence. So there's these two beasts, the, the first and the second. There's the Antichrist that comes um, you know, out of the sea the, 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 with the, the beast empires. It's pictured in verse 1 of Revelation chapter 13. And then there's also the false prophet who does miracles to get people to worship the beast. Uh, it says, and he makes the earth to, and all those who dwell on the worship, uh, dwell on it to worship the first beast whose fatal wound was healed. Revelation 13, 15. And it was given to him uh, to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast would even speak and cause as many as do not worship the image of the beast and so forth. Revelation 14, 11. It speaks of the judgment on, quote, those who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. So it ties the mark of his name, which is either the number of the beast or the name of the beast. It ties it into worship of the beast. Revelation 16, 2. Uh, so the first angel went out and poured out his bowl on the earth and, he became, and it became a loathsome and malignant sore on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshiped his image. At the second coming of Christ in Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 and following, following, he comes in his white horse with the armies of heaven and their white horses. And then in verse 20, we read, And the beast was seized. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And with him, the false prophet. Thank you, Jesus, for seizing him as well at that point. Uh, who performed the signs in his presence by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. So the mark is tied into the worship of the beast. These two were thrown alive in the lake of fire, which burns with brimstone. Who people taking this this uh, COVID vaccine aren't saying I want to worship this guy over here. I want his name. I want his number so I can buy and sell. I want to worship this guy. That's what it's about. Please give it to me. That's not what it's about. It's about people not wanting to get COVID. Okay, whatever the merits of that are, one way it's a different argument which we've addressed as well to a degree. 
And not perfectly, but we're growing. And be patient with us as well. Uh, pray for us because you may have a totally different view than we do. But we're all sincerely seeking to know more and understand more of what the Lord reveals about these things. And we're keeping our eye on it for sure. So number five. So I've given four reasons already that this is not the mark of these. Number five, uh, the vaccine. Uh, it will not be a vaccine, but the name of the beast, or if it contains a vaccine too, that's possibility, a possibility. But it has to contain the name of the beast or the number of his name. Okay. Where's the evidence of that? Well, Revelation 13, 17, 18 says, and he provides, that is the false prophet, that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. So when you got a, a vaccination, if you were vaccinated, and Chad and I haven't been, but if you were vaccinated, uh, there's no evidence, there's no proof that you were receiving the name of the Antichrist or the number of his name. Number six, uh, if you don't take uh, the mark of the beast, you'll be killed, okay? Right now, at least right now, we're not killing you if you don't take the vaccination, although you, some liberals would probably have it that way. Uh, so Revelation 13, 15, and it was given to him to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast would even speak and cause as many as do not worship the image of the beast to be killed. This all goes together, worshiping the beast, the name, the number, uh, his image, the worship of it. Number seven, okay? And I, those are all solid reasons. But number seven, this is one of the clearest reasons as well. When the mark of the beast comes out, there will clearly be an angel of God flying through the midheaven saying not to take the mark of the beast. Okay? We read in Revelation chapter 14, verses 9 through 12. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives its mark on their forehead or on their hand, they too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured in full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment will rise for, rise forever and ever. There will be no rest day and night for those who worship the beast and its image for anyone who receives the mark of its name. And I read these texts because I think it's really important that we understand and we really hide these scriptures in our hearts that this is coming, guys. And I love this warning that follows up. Verse 12, this calls for patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus. That's a call to perseverance. That's not the inevitable perseverance that says that you're automatically going to persevere. That's to invert the text. This is a warning that you better persevere at this time. You better stick to Jesus. You better be loyal to him and not take the mark of the beast, which is the name of the beast, the number of his name. By the way, the last few I gave because I actually, Chad, had uh, you know, basically summarized it. But let me summarize it real quick. He'll be raiding the temple. Okay. Uh, number one, I'm sorry. He'll, he'll be ruling over a global government. He will uh, be in a rebuilt temple and sit in the temple of God, show himself that he is God. Uh, it will be an act of worship. That's number three. Okay. Uh, number four, those who take the mark of the beast, uh, it's administered in the right hand or their forehead. Okay. Uh, did you take a COVID shot in your forehead? Okay. Or in your right hand? Most likely not, right? Uh, number five, uh, it will be the name of the beast or the number of his name. It's not a name or number that you receive when you take the vaccination. Uh, number six, you'll be killed if you don't take it. We're not being killed if we don't get vaccinated. Number seven, there's an angel that clearly flies through the midheavens warning us, warning the world not to take the mark of the beast. That has not happened. This is not the mark of the beast. Yeah, I think that's one of the more important things to understand. And it's sad. One of the sad things is, is that people will find any way to allegorize those texts that be like, Oh, well, the angel in flying the midheaven was, you know, the internet got the gospel out, right? The uh, the mark of the beast, you know, the vaccine is is the abomination that causes desolation because it makes your body desolate. You know, all these different ways. These are futurist allegories in the scripture, like the ah mills and the post mills. It's ridiculous. And it's, and it's dangerous, guys, because you could literally do that with anything. 
And the reality is, is I, I want to switch over a little bit because, yes, we can point out the vaccine we do not believe is the mark of the beast. Okay, and for a number of reasons, and I believe a, a proper understanding of the book of Revelation will bring you to that understanding. We don't say things like, well, it can't be the mark of the beast because we haven't been raptured yet, because that's not a reality. That doesn't match up with Scripture. And that's something that somebody who holds to a pre-tribulation rapture would tell you, right? But what we would say is we look at the evidence and say, these are the events that the Bible clearly describes in the book of Revelation, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. We see the end times text, and we see that there are events that need to take place, and there are events that need to take place before the mark of the beast is revealed. Big time, catastrophic yeah. events. I mean, some pretty radical things need to happen. Some seals need to open, right, and so forth. And so when we say that and say that's why it can't be the mark of the beast, do not try. I'm just, I'm just, you know, just crying out to you. Don't try to allegorize everything and minimize some of these catastrophic events that will take place before the mark of the beast is even revealed, because that can get you into a dangerous place when you start doing that with some of the text. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll-free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.